This is just really to show you a picture, and this I think this was something we brought brought up oh. when there was a young. We were doing a live oh, podcast, okay. And I said, in yes. Australia, their referees, any referee who is under eighteen, they have a green. I, I, I think I said yellow on the day, but they have a green Probably whistle and a green lanyard. So every it really stands out, especially with their black and white. Well, I think they should rock that all the time, just separately, just because that looks really cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at those two, like kids, let's say, and I wouldn't necessarily say they're under 18. No, no, uh, not at all. But if you were watching a game, someone would potentially, I'll use a Portsmouth slang here, get Larry to them, um, because they don't look, I, I'd say they look 21, 22, if you mm. ask me. Um, but I just this is something that they're doing in Australia, yeah. and I think it's an absolutely fantastic idea that a young referee can have a green whistle, a green lanyard, then every single person on that court understands that they're an aspiring ref and not to destroy their future potential in refereeing because yeah, of don't a be one a game. Arse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I just want to show it to you because I've seen it a few times and. To be 18 and to want to be a ref, to be under 18, should I point out, and to want to be a ref, fair play to them. Yeah. And look, it's a, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Sometimes when you go into um, it's, 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 it's an a intimi change. intimidating environment, it's a change. Because let's be fair, you know, playing all the games in youth and stuff, you wouldn't necessarily imagine that you would have gone into refing, for example. Given, <laughs> given, <laughs> given no. your pleasure no. and performance with some refs, um, and you know, I might have told a few to kindly leave the building in a nice tone, but it's it, they're not. It's not something that we saw when we were younger, having young refs. Yeah, you just so turned up and went, oh, they're the you ref. Just turned up and there's yeah. the ref. Whereas now it's like, they're oh, that's a, a, an option. And going back to what you were saying about BE and promoting coaching, promoting refing, and having that sort of stuff available. They've done great things with all of that. So, you know, that's a massive credit to that infrastructure by knowing that you're 18, that you could go, we, we would have maybe even looked into, could you coach or could you ref or learn something like that when you were younger? Like, oh, that looks interesting. Why not? Because we like the game. Mm. So it it's good that they've got that exposure. My advice to any player in a game would be if it is an option, Kick him in the ball. Excuse me. If it's an option, um, do your refereeing level two course. As a player, it is invaluable because you're learning the referee part of the game. And the referee part of the game is completely different to um, 
what you're doing as a player. Like, where does the referee stand? What is the referee looking for? What kind of contacts are referee looking for? It is invariable bits of information that you can use. And we talked about age ago, psychological, like doing things to get that 1% edge on uh, your opponent. Being a qualified referee gives you more than 1% on your opponent. And I, that is I, a hunt, that is just my view on that it is crystal clear. Kobe Bryant, Mark, yeah, learned yeah. to become a qualified referee oh, yeah. because he then went, well, I know where the referees should be standing, so they should be standing here, so I know where I can go somewhere to get away with things. Um, and I know where I can push my boundaries. I know he, he, he knew everything about what the ref should do. So um, uh, I don't know. I just now looking back, I think, wow, it's just invaluable to know that information. And it's also, it's sort of me the rules of the game, isn't it? You're learning what the rules of the game are. Most people say, what's yeah. basketball? You get the ball, try not to punch someone, and you've got to put it in the hoop. You have to bounce so many times. You can't run with it. You got it. And that's almost like the level of people's understanding of basketball it just it stops there so understanding what well, these are the actual rules and if you get fooled for a foul that's why mm. and it's not just a simple uh yeah i just watch you punch that guy in the face i think that's a foul it, you know they're more i tell you what i've got a great example i've got a great example of this and this is why like being a ref is good but why why is why is punching in the face a segue <laughs> no it's, it was just uh, something that popped in my head really good example is backcourt violation okay um i don't know what the current rules are because i've not refed in like two years so i if i'm wrong now okay but and these are bbl rules uh, these are, these are the nbl fiba i believe yeah. okay. um so it was three points of contact so as you come from uh the back court into the front court you need three points of contact so that you need both feet and the ball to come into the front court and then if you go back it's a back court so i can bring my feet in and leave the ball in the back court and then walk back in the back court i've not gone back court does that make sense what if the ball is forward and you are back not back court interesting it's three that's and that's the thing i always used to say to coaches it i'd be like coach like, that's back court i went coach there's three points of contact to go back court like he's not he's not transitioned yeah. from back court to the front court so people are taking and it more like the football where it has to go past the yeah line. so the guy might have had a foot on but the ball was still in the back court so i'm like well, he's, he's not come over yet so i'm not calling it and people would be screaming you'd be thinking we you don't know the rule like this is like mm. when someone says back court violation it's fairly basic i think yeah. Um, again, I don't I don't know if that's changed or not, but I, that's the one I remember, and the one that came up quite a lot. And I'd be thinking, why didn't anyone know the back court rule? I just and I just think, as a player, are you telling me there's not a moment where you can use that to your advantage? I don't know. That's why I think it's if I were, if I yeah. was to say any player, get that string to your bow. You never know when it might help you. Yeah. Imagine saying to a ref referee calls back court and you turn around and say, you know, as a coach, that's three points of contact. Like, I mean, that's crystal clear, isn't it? Yeah, that's really, really clear. The one thing I also would say, and I always think this with referees, I think the only thing I, I focus on referees now is consistency. As long as it's consistent, whether it's good or bad, 
doesn't matter as long as they're consistent it's fine you know ha- like the where how to play the level to play but and that's the other thing i learned as a ref you you don't know what they've seen you you're not at their angle so even though you think that was the best rejection i've ever done you're not seeing it from their angle their perspective so you might be coming over and stuff like that so a lot of the time now with referees it's like i'll say to people well I, we can't see it from his angle he must have seen something he's seen something and you know just play the game there you go green lanyards mark i think green I lanyards think, i think they they should uh, bring that in in worldwide yeah definitely but this is in australia so green lanyards in australia i think that i think that what a fantastic idea yeah i think that was really really good congratulations to australia for <laughs> making <laughs> an effort with well, young you people. clapped and then stopped it yeah so it only gets a small clap it's not amazing <laughs> oh i really need to lean back on my chair but do I it. it's gonna make noise do it that sounded worse you making the exhale than the creaking of your i mean it sounds like you're on an old fashioned like boat like a pirate ship so i don't have any more bbl but what i do have oh is i i'm gonna say it euro cup caledonia gladiators played bilbao is there a, t- is there a tumbleweed noise on there mark Oh, look, my chair's... All it's doing is squeaking now. I think there used to be one. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. Um, Yeah. I don't think we need to go into it anymore. It was... Bad day at the office. Yeah. It wasn't their office. It wasn't a home game, so their home seasons remains untouched. Who were they playing? They were playing Bilbao, in Bilbao, and uh, they lost... Where's that? France, Paul. Um, I was just testing you. I knew they, that they lost spectacularly, 106 to 58. I, I don't. We need. We don't need to dwell on that. That's that's an absolute fisting, isn't it? There's there's no way around that. So better luck on your next game. But um, yeah, you got to bring it up because they are in the Euro Cup and they are a team playing in the Euro. So you can't win them all unless you're London. Um, I hope they take the Pipers when they travel. Don't you think that is a must? Well, yeah. Yeah. Look, they've added the tartan. Now we've said it. That that yes. I'd like real tartan though, but it's maybe as a weight issue. (laughs) But I hope there's pipers there. (laughs) Right, we're gonna move on. NBA. Yes, is this me or you? You first. Well, uh I got I got quite a few in the NBA here. Oh god. Right, give me a buzzer, mate. Give me a buzzer. Buzzer. Oh, not that one, but that's all right. That's all right. It just, I, I meant the other yeah, that one. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So. It's an air horn. It's not buzzer. Huge trade news, Mark. Yeah. Huge trade news. James Harden has been traded to the LA Clippers. Um, I think the Clippers are also receiving PJ Tucker. Yep. But this is the fourth team in four seasons for James Harden. Uh, what is it? Houston, uh, Brooklyn, Philly, and now Clippers, and now LA. Um, He's joining Paul George, uh, Kawhi Leonard. uh, Don't you dare leave out Brody. And he's been reunited. Good. With Russell Westbrook. I love Russ. Former teammate. I love him. 
from OKC and Houston. Does that make you feel better now I said it like that? I love him. I love Russ. I love his energy. Yeah, he has a few problems in his game, but the energy he brings and the stat, you know, people say he's a stat, he's just a stat chaser, but he's busy and he's, every, every team needs a Russ. They just put their body in it. Well, this has been a, I don't know what, a four month saga whatever it's been four <laughs> months saga uh, I mean in fairness to James Harden something I picked up on was the Philadelphia Sixers um, I heard them saying that James Harden is very professional yeah, so yeah. they said throughout the whole process even though whatever was going on it was uncomfortable they were saying he was a professional for the majority of or, or the whole four month saga um, Philly in return get two first round picks yep. and two second round picks there's some other stuff I'm not going to go into that but um, I've got the list here because I'm Clippers sorry. will contend look they're going to contend for a championship without James Harden really um, they have now got the flexibility with James Harden um, and there's a score that you know they could take advantage of but yeah. my my worry is and I went and looked up the ages Paul <laughs> yeah, George, 33. Yeah. Quiet Leonard, 32. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook, 35. Mm -hmm. James Harden, 34. Yep. But they're going to look. They're going to be in the playoffs. Yes, sir. They're going to be in the playoffs. Let's see what happens. But that's huge news. Do you know James what, Harden. Do you know what I hate about that? When they show the pictures, and this is a really OCD thing, but they show them Harden with his number, Russ Westbrook is number zero. Yeah. Harden rocks number one, I believe. Kawhi rocks number two. Paul George is number 13. And I think they're center. Don't forget your name. You're not that famous yet. That's out of order. He rocks number 40, right? Yeah. Why don't they put it in the order? Zero, one, two, 13, and then 40, and then put the numbers together so it looks like oh, zero, one, two, three, four. Yeah, it's petty, but they always do it and they put zero. And then you think, oh, they're going to do like, and then they put number two in number one. And you're like, are you, see, are you saying order. they've missed an opportunity for your OCD to be just put it in order it makes calmed and if you do that number two's in the middle that's Kawhi it's like surely they um, anyway I don't know why they don't do that I want to show you this picture that I saw that it always makes me uh, you're saying about Philly yeah that's their motto trust the process oh yeah the whole process is gone yeah trust the process Jimmy Butler gone Ben Simmons gone Harden gone, gone. Faults gone, yeah, <laughs> and, and and they're still sticking by this trust. That the only person left out of all of that is Embiid, right? Yeah, trust. I don't think the process is doing too well at the moment. <laughs> wow. So, Mark, do you think? Do you? How do you think the Los Angeles Clippers are going to do this year with that addition? I don't know. They're I mean, going for glory. They are going for it. They got to go for it this season. Right. All I'll say is this: they, they when they got Kawhi. They were going for it because they got Kawhi and they got Paul George and Kawhi together. And it's like they were just taking turns at who's going to turn up for the game and who's not. They have got both of them got poor. Um, not turnout, I guess. But for, for what they were they, looking after their minutes and stuff like that. But that's 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 what I was saying with James Harding. They have that flexibility now so they can say, look, OK, have a break James Harden comes in no because they're saying starting fourth they're saying it's going to be Russ Harden Paul George Kawhi and the centre 
like they're saying that's your starting five and you're like mm, well I, I, uh, I, I get and that's just because it is their strong you five. could argue there's a I mean, James Clippers Harden, he's going to go from the one to the two. The Clippers Because Russell suck. can run the point. Clippers suck. It's, you know. They had Elton Brand. Clippers still sucked. They had Blake Griffin. Clippers still sucked. I feel you're missing my point there, but no, that's all right. That's all right. No, I, I can see where you're going. Yeah, they've just built like a, a mini super team, but um, Russ. Is it all or nothing for them this year? Look, Russ. Are they going to explode it? Russ and James were on OKC. It was them, them two and Durant. What happened there? They didn't win anything. Then they went to, both of them went to Houston and they had Paul George and they had a couple of other decent players as well. What happened there? Nothing. Then Harden's on the Nets, arguably one of the best teams that anyone could have put together. You got Durant, you got Kyrie. What happened there? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> It's just like, eh. So you think nothing, you think, are they going to get in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, they'll get in playoffs, yeah. Wow. Do you think they're going to get into the conference finals? Uh, I don't think so. Look, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good teams. There's a lot of good teams this look, year. Look at what the Nuggets did. If you put on paper, you go, Aaron Gordon's a great defender and obviously an incredible dunker. Points-wise, he's okay. And then you look at Murray, he has been inconsistent as a player. Joker was the only real stand solid guy on the team but then as a team they came together and they just beat people consistently because they're a great team you like Orlando Orlando as a team are a great team they play really well as a team they're really consistent together they really play well nicely they've got great ball movement they've got great camaraderie when you put all these super team sort of things together everyone likes to look at the you know the twin towers or the the key three like when you have the picture of Rodman Jordan and Pippen and those sort of things That's fine. Arguably, you had that with um, when LeBron was in Miami, I think, with him and Wade. And then they had various supporting casts along the way to make them up. But uh, I, I don't see it myself. I think I, I argue that bigger trades are Dame Lillard going to Milwaukee. That's, that's still probably the biggest trade. Because although Hardman's great, Yeah, that that is that is a good trade. That's a, that's a great But trade. But they, they lost Drew Holiday, and Drew went to Celtics, and he's been playing like an absolute monster. Yeah, they're looking alright. <laughs> yeah, and well, but what I'm, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of teams that are looking alright in the NBA. I I, yeah, yeah. I will go as far as to say I think the playoffs this coming season. I mean, I know it's a long, long, long way away. Yeah, yeah. But I think the playoffs. Well, I've got coming. I've got the standings. I think right, right here. I mean, that's really. I mean, we're four games in. We're really on. But the playoffs coming up, I think, are going to be so exciting. But it's really just good look to at these teams: Dallas, Golden State, Dallas, and World Champions, Denver. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I said World Champions. Oh, oh dear. American Champions. That is on their ring as well. American it? Champions. Yeah. Denver. Um, who but, else we got? But it's worth saying: four and zero, four and zero. Celtics. That's Boston. Celtics and the Mavs Bucks you know I've got to be pleased about that I mean Orlando in the playing can't argue with that they've had a cut Phoenix Lakers who's at the bottom <laughs> bottom of the east Miami Heat wow one for four 
I mean, that that was the one that surprised me. A couple of these others, like looking at Washington and stuff and Charlotte, you think. Oh, yeah. I think it was Ryan Payne who said on the podcast that he he didn't think Miami deserved to be there, was it? He said something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I, look, they're now bottom, so his words have come true. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at that like I would have thought maybe in the in the play-in for sure. But when you're looking at Detroit, New York, Cleveland and Orlando for above Miami, it's like what happened there mm. where you know where's the button and anyone who follows it i'm not going to the games and the stats so you can all watch it. i don't want to ruin anything but this is just giving you guys a feel I mean, for where everyone is yeah you can do an entire podcast oh. just on the nba but mark i was a little disappointed when you were talking about all the great points of the orlando magic you didn't mention stuff arguably the greatest mascot <laughs> in the world he is arguably the greatest mascot in the world mark yeah. let alone yeah I in the nba to say that you didn't even mention him. So, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I do want to mention someone else. Oh, who's that? And it's someone I don't normally mention. LeBron. Season oh, yeah. 21. Oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not the biggest LeBron fan in the world, but I can respect the fact that he spends so much money and so much time on his fitness and staying fit. And his basketball knowledge is no question about it. Who's played the most... Is it, is it Vince Carter? I know Vince Carter just retired on 22, was it? Yeah. And is that the most? Or, I don't know. It was the uh, most. I think it was, yeah. He's, he wants to get that. But he has just scored the most for any player in their 21st year. 35 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 three-pointers. And he's 39 next week. I mean, longevity. Did, he, did you see the alley-oop that he did? No. Uh, it was, it's like someone just throwing him the ball. There you go, Austin Reeves. It's like, there you go, flick that up. Boom. Tom Hawk dunk. You think, wow. You're 39 next week. Like, and he's six foot nine. He's built. <laughs> His body must be like, please, can you stop doing well, this? He, he, I think, I, d I don't know how many other NBA play players do it, but he spends a lot of money it's on, almost, it's on his body. It's, it's almost a million. Like, Check out this dunk. Here's the dunk. Here we go. Anthony with the ball. Last break. Oh, yeah, yeah. Throws up. That's right. That's just, that's it's right. Just, it's just walking the park stuff for him, isn't it? It is. But he looks after his body from day one. Absolutely. I mean, what was it? It's millions on his body, isn't it's it? A, it's about a million in a year that he um, just spends just on his body looking after it. And, you know, you've got to give him credit for the longevity got, of yeah, have to give him anyone a shout for that. in that. Lakers um, aren't going to do that well. He's got to be getting that 40,000 40, at some point, isn't he? He's got, what is he on now? I don't know his points. No idea. He's got to be getting close to thirty-nine thousand. I know that this season. The, so he's, I think he'll was, get forty this year. I think the big one was Clay moved up this to this week into the top ten for shooting threes. Clay Thompson for hitting game threes. But oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's. Uh, he's he's going to get a few more stats. I think this this season. Um, just looking at the moment, Lakers are three and two. So sitting around fifth place in, in the Western Conference, that's all right. It's not a bad start for the Lakers, considering they're the Lakers. I just I don't um, want to do your cooking. <laughs> the good old right, NBA. I just, uh, right, good old NBA website. Where can't, is it? Can't go wrong, can you? Uh, so he's currently thirty-eight thousand seven hundred seventy-five. He's hitting yeah. forty. If he's if he's fit, he's hitting forty this year. Yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to give give it a, a mention, really, because. I, I say I'm not the biggest fan some of the things he has done and said and the whole the way people the fact that 
say Harden can be like a giant baby, not turn up for practice and people fine him and all that sort of stuff. LeBron has set some of that precedent by giving players quite a lot of power. Shaq is one of the biggest ones who proponents who do that actually came from that people don't realize and obviously it was the Larry Bird rule that created players getting these massive salaries and therefore leveraging the teams so I do have a problem with that because I think that spoils quite a lot of the game where you get players allowed to write I want to rest in certain games and all that sort of thing I think yeah is it that's a shame that but, but he's, he's on reduced minutes now I think LeBron isn't he? He's on 28 minutes. That's <laughs> what just, I read. He just played 39 minutes in that last game. Oh. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, no, like, that's he is BS then, wasn't it? Yeah, he's putting... They, they said he, they're trying to reduce his minutes, but it's like... What is he saying? I'm staying in. No, it's because Anthony Davis is playing like crap. So he's stepping up and actually doing it. Like, let's see, 37 points. Do you, do you he think is, he's waiting for that fifth ring and going, right, I'm done? Uh, of or is he waiting he, to play with his son? Like, I've heard a few. Wouldn't it be amazing to play with your son if you had the opportunity? Of course you'd want to do that. And he has got a lot of influence in basketball. But would you play with your son in a he's 39, lower end team? He's 39. He's getting 35 points, 11 rebounds and 7 assists. He is still a massive force on the game. But look at Jordan. I'm not, I'm not doing a whole LeBron Jordan thing. But look at Jordan. He quit after a 3 P. I I mean, I know he came back in for the, the Washington uh, Wizards. But he quit on a three P. Is it best to quit when you're at well, the top? That. He did that twice. He did a three P then quit. What I'm saying is it best to quit when you're at the top of the mountain? Yeah, but he's not on the top of the mountain. Are you gonna fade out? Look at Vince Carter, who was getting what, how many minutes was he getting? Like oh, ten minutes. Eight minutes, ten minutes. I think the average there was seven a, points. Well there was one I read out a few weeks back I saw, and it was Vince and those players were getting about eleven to twelve minutes a game, like Dirk. And they would get that 11 to 12 points maybe a game and you know that sort of thing lebron's hitting like 28 points average a game and he's getting at least 28 30 minutes a game like as an average so you've got to respect i think it was um i want to say i think it was a famous footballer maybe it was stephen gerard said i'm gonna i want to walk away from the game before the game walks away from me so yeah i want to walk away before i'm looking poor on the it, field it's I the, think it was him anyway it's the um, I think it was Roger Moore the actor the James Bond actor he said you don't retire as an actor you just stop getting phone calls oh, and you're like yeah. whoa okay that's he's like yeah I'm you know I'm 70 or he was 80 or whatever at the time living um, and he was like yeah you just you just don't get the phone calls anymore you, you hit a peak and then people stop going hey mate do you want to be in a film you think oh that's rough people just stop asking yeah but it is that same prevalent isn't it they've, they've got a certain stop clock and ultimately he's not in his 40s Vince and Dirk were in their 40s when they quit but so yeah but the thing that Vince I think has that no other player had that I can recall was that he's played in three decades so he played in the 90s the 2000s the 2000s and the 2010s yeah he, what he did yes he did yeah, yeah so he technically did. it's three decades of basketball that he covered because he covered the 90s the 2000s and the 2010s and actually and lebron came in from high school as well 2023 yeah so but he's he's 2023 yeah 2010s and 2020s so he's but what done I'm saying his, his longevity you know is, is as far edge. as nba is yeah, yeah. He, he had those extra high school years yeah he no did. not you know college years yes he did NBA. he had those college years but right. yeah that, that was my interesting thing there 
So I've got two more things to show you. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it, these are good. Right, first off, I'm going to show you these. They're called the City Edition Uniforms. Have you seen them? What is, what's that? So apparently Nike are doing these City Edition Uniforms. for Oh, some for the, the NBA? Yeah, for some of the NBA teams. Oh, you nice. swipe over and have a little look at some of them. I don't know what, what to make of them. Like quite retro, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're kind of retro. A lot of people hate them. A lot of people, there's a lot no, of hate I, for them. I love them. They look really cool. Some some are better than others. Well, it brought me to um, a point of there's some, every team. That's that one. Every that's like Morse code, that one there. <laughs> Which one, Show That one. That one there. Oh, Memphis, I'm guessing. Oh, Mem, Mem. okay. That's supposed to be. Um, that looks great. But I know we like a bit of aesthetic, so that was that led me on to. <laughs> the Orlando one's just like the old kit. Yeah, it it's is. Like, it's exactly like the old just. So you would they have could have done better on that one. You will have seen this because we posted it on our Instagram. And if none of you listening are not looking at our Instagram, why not get your bum onto Instagram? Check out our stuff. We're constantly Very posting cool. on there. Very cool. Did you see the playing tournament that starts? Because they've got a little playing oh, tournament. Oh, chair's so squeaky. It's the old, the old treasure chest chair. These are the oh, actual yeah, courts. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw you post that. What is it? So these are all the. There's going to be a playing tournament in the NBA. And there's going to be like a you know cup tournament. So they're going to have special. Sorry, this is cup competition now. Yeah. Oh, so it's officially happening this year. Yeah, yeah. Look, see in-season tournament courts for thirty teams. So these are the in-season tournament. Yeah. What? So they got an FA Cup. It sounds like it. Yeah. What is but... that official or are they just saying here are the courts? Because I. No, they've uh... they've made these courts because what was really funny is they've announced all this and out of all the ones I liked, the best one was Kevin Durant. Someone showed him a picture of that. And they went, here's the courts that you're going to be playing on. If you look at all of them, you think, oh, they're not too bad. And he, he'd obviously seen, uh, which one was it? That one. For the Pelicans. And he's like, a purple court? That's dope. He's like, we get a pound that? That's amazing. You think, yeah, it is. Because look, how cool are some of these courts? They're very retro, aren't they? It's like, yeah. Look, that's the magic one. I don't know if I like that. It's all right. I could have right. it's, it's unique. There, that's the one. <coughs> Look, the Phoenix Suns. So he's he's his team is going to be playing on purple with the blue. And he's like, man, that's amazing. We, we get a purple court. He's like, and so many people are like, why are they not doing this? Now, I don't know if you remember, roll right back to the bubble in the NBA and everything was in Disney, wasn't it? Mm. And so to, to, to decipher all the teams, they all had different courts. I don't know if you remember. Vaguely. Everyone had their own like little court sort of thing, scenario to play on. So it's a bit like this, how they've done it. And I think that's maybe where they've taken this this thing from. But some of these courts look yeah, really, nice. really cool. Mark, I think... It goes back to the aesthetic. Of before we talk about any of this, we need to find out if they've got an FA Cup. Because we're talking about cup courts. The inaugural NBA in-season tournament will tip off with a group play Friday, November the 3rd in the NBA markets. The single elimination knockout rounds begin with the quarterfinals December the 4th and 5th. Played in team markets. Quarterfinals? Yep. So 16 teams? Yep. What? So how do they... There's more than 16 courts there. Well, look, here we go. There's 30 courts there. Yes. But there's two, three, four, that's... I don't know. That's 30 courts. So it can't be quarterfinals. In-season tournament group previews. East, West. You've got three groups. Oh. <clears throat> oh, I see. So those top two teams get into the quarterfinals or something yeah. like that. So okay. the Western Conference, Group A, 
Grizzlies, Suns, Blazers, Lakers, Jazz. Group B, Nuggets, Pelicans, Mavs, Clippers, I missed Rockets. This. I, missed, I missed this boat, Mark. Warriors, Wolves, Thunder, Kings and Spurs in Group C. I've, I think we could, should stop there and we do a whole segment on that next yeah? time. Yeah, we'll do a whole a, segment on that. That's a great one. Are uh, we calling it the NBA FA Cup? NBA FA Cup, why not? But there's loads of... What are they calling it? The in-season tournament. That's what it's called. That is terrible. <laughs> and there's the cup, but that's the cup for it there. Like, why don't they call it like... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Did you not know about this? No, I didn't know about it. Just call it... Couldn't they call it uh, what? The NBA... Well, the NBA Cup. That's why they're calling it the in-season tournament. And that's what... That's what the thing that's is. so American. Hey, we're playing the in-season tournament. Like, yeah. call it the NBA Cup. That's done. They have a cup. But that's why all those pictures on the... I wonder what the trophy looks like. Uh, Mark, this is a segment for next time. I wonder why... I just showed you. That is the trophy. This is the trophy. That's why oh. it's on the court. Oh, I see. So the, they, it's clever how they've made it into oh, the actual free... Into the free throw. But that's the trophy. It looks you know like what a, they should do? Looks like a World Cup. I'm just saying. It's fine. But you know what they should do? Could they be world champions? NBL, sorry, NBL, NBA champions take on the NBA in-season tournament champions yep. yeah, for absolutely. the NBA complete championship. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, to round it out. Well, what's that? It's called the charity shield. We called that the charity, charity shield. shield thing we call it, we? Well, we used to call it that'd the milk. be good. We used to call it the milk cup. Just saying. For the champion um, of champions, only the champion of champions did the, does the milk cup. That's great. Oh, we'll do another set. Oh, yep. Let's do some research and. Uh, well, I've, that got, all, I've got all the stuff written on it, but we'll do that for the next segment. Here's another thing. Oh, I'm going to finish on. No, I'm going to finish on this. Who the tallest player in the league is at the moment? Wembyana, yeah, and pretty much everything on the the league is about him. But he's not. He's actually the same height as Boban. Oh man, mad for life. He's playing for the Houston at the moment. But they're both seven foot four. And then you've got Ball Ball, who's seven foot three. So who's the smallest player in the league? Currently, mm. no idea, Mark. Marcus Noel. He's five foot seven. Marcus Noel, yeah. And next to him is Jacob Gilliard, who's five foot eight. Yeah. I wonder if they actually are five foot seven and five foot eight. Because a lot of the players sometimes have an inch or so either way, maybe here or there. You go, if you're the small guy, you're like, yeah, just Put on five eight. Chuck on two inches. Please give me those two, two inches. Two inches make a big difference. But do you know the average height of an NBA player? What would you say? Um, I guess six four, six six, six and a half. Okay. And the average weight is two hundred and fifteen pounds. Ooh. Yep. Oldest player. Sixteen stone. Yep. The oldest player is now LeBron. Thirty eight days. 38 years, 298 days. And PJ Tucker is also one of the oldest, along with Chris Paul. They're all 38 as well. And you've got Carl Lowry on 37. They've got quite a few old ones. But the youngest is 18. Gigi Jackson the second. 18, 18 years old, and he's 19 in December. Yeah. How about that? So the final one was who is the oldest team? Like as an average age. Um, who is the oldest team? Are we including teams oh. that have been traded and all that? And yeah, so oldest, um, it, we're talking in age groups, so the oldest team by like median age sort of thing. I'm going to guess, I am going to guess and say, is it a current name? 
Or is it, are you going to say like the, no, the, the which, which teams? Lakers or something? No, oh yeah, yeah, the current teams, current teams. I'm going to say, I'm going to go for New York. As the oldest. I'll, I'll say my guess, no, hang New on. York. I think you're getting confused. I'm not saying the oldest as in their franchise age. I'm talking all of the players' ages combined and then an average of them. Oh, the oldest average ages. Oh, I don't know. To give you an idea between the youngest and I'll the go for teams. I'll go for the LA Clippers. Because <laughs> we talked about them. Yeah, no, the Bucks. Yeah. Milwaukee Bucks, apparently the oldest. Oh, they have got... And then right next to them is the Clippers, then the Warriors, and then the Suns. And where then we go further and further and further down, whereas youngest teams, San Antonio, Oklahoma, Charlotte, Portland, and Orlando. They're some of the youngest teams. The Orlando's average age is like 24. Whereas the others are like more like 28, 29. Mm. It, it's interesting when you see that and when you see where they are, all of the, the dominant teams are all in the older age brackets. All of the up and coming teams or the fresher teams, more, more energetic maybe, they're all the younger teams. So there's definitely a split between those age groups. Well, I would also go as far as say the West looks devastating at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Devastating. Well, hang on, you say that, but... You've got Milwaukee, who are in the East. Boston. Boston. Yeah. Boston are four and zero. Yeah. Milwaukee are doing great. Yeah, that's two. But that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now look at the West. And you look at it, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean... I think, yeah. Yeah, you look at... Yeah, look at that. You got 76. No, you don't got 76. <laughs> Atlanta's look, in... Third. Dallas, Golden State, Denver, uh, it's Lakers, Clippers... Well, Suns. How interesting is East versus West this year? Because they proudly announced they're doing East versus West in the All Star game, didn't they? That's, yeah. It's, and everyone was like, "They said we're going to go back to something that's classic." You mean, oh, okay, so basically you're going to go back to the thing that everyone wants wanted. Because it was utter tripe. You know what? I I hope there becomes a rivalry between two players where they just genuinely don't like each other in the NBA, and those team those two guys go East and West because at the moment. Like when when you get like 146 for, for against 144, yeah, and guys are running in to dunk it and they're getting out their way. Oh yeah, great dunk! They're getting like, rid of like, all of that. What is that fourth point? quarter nonsense? They're getting rid of. It's gone back to a proper game, East versus West. I would I would go that's as far going. as say put players who want to win the game rather than that's what they're doing. Hey, I'm gonna get the whole idea is LeBron it's, in it's grudge match. Yeah, it's, have, it's, have it's have all a about good game. And if you look at it that way, you go. You've got Philly, you've got Boston, you've got what's it, Brooklyn, even you've got Milwaukee, and you've got a couple of other people on some other teams in the East. To, enough to make a really tasty thing. On the West, it's actually harder because you've got a lot of solid players. Who do you cut? Because you can only have so many. Mm. So that actually makes it harder. You're going to get your Lucas and your Stephs on those sort of thing, but then who else are you going to? You're going to miss out like half of these teams basically going to like oh sorry we're not going to have Durant on there because we want someone from the Lakers like I don't know so I've got a question for our audience based on that all-star game the one thing that people are asking about this all-star game that's a nice way to end on this is east versus west they used to do um you had a separate kit an east kit and a west kit mm. Then for I think one or two years, it's like sometimes it was blue and red and yep. white and red. Yeah, or yeah, like well, that, wasn't it? Yeah, blue and red. Yeah, and it had like a star on it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But then one, I think it was one or two. I can't remember which years it was. So anyone knows, correct us. 
they allowed them to wear their own kit. Yeah, so they did that for a few couple of years, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So it, and it was a case of, you know, you wore your white kit and then you wore your coloured kit. So then that way you knew who was on your team. If you're wearing... You wore your home kit. One team wore the home kit. One yeah, because one, one kit. kit. Exactly. And so it, home's always white, isn't it? So it, Well, it was. And then they've changed quite, you know, some of them are a bit. So what are they doing? Are they going back to the... That I don't know. I think it, they may have announced it, but it might have been lost in the translation somewhere. But I want to know what everyone wants to do. Because I think bring back the ones where everyone wears their own kit. Because I think that's better because you get to see all the kits running around. I I don't like a red versus blue. I, just, <laughs> I, I like the west and east kits, if I'm honest. You do? I, yeah. I, sorry, Ooh. my chair's really squeaky where I'm holding a position. Um, yeah, I, I quite like there's a white kit and it says east on it and then a red kit that says west on it. Quite like that. I mean, the NBA will like that because it's more merch. They get to sell more stuff. Well, maybe I'm just thinking it from a player's perspective. I'm like, right, I've got my uh, my all-star jersey. I've got it to my all-star jersey. Um, whereas, well, what if they had like, their own home kit, but they get an extra logo on theirs that means that they were in the all-stars? Yeah, like yeah, a star on like your that. shirt, that kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be that's a good idea. Because then it separates your kit from everyone else's on your team. It's like so when you're playing on the team and you're back in the team, it's like, yeah, I'm the all star because I've got my little star here. But it's like playing for your country and then someone saying, oh yeah, just wear your home NBA kit. You go. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You it's wear your, your home kit, but you have a star on it. You're like, I'm an all star. Yeah. And then yeah, that's not a bad because idea. Because then the rest of the season. Well, Mark, what's the email? UKBasketballPodcast.gmail.com. Congratulations. It's only um, taken you 30 episodes. Mark, before there. we finish this episode, oh. before we finish this, oh. have you got any closer to people no. emailing you in yet? No. We're edging. We're edging, edging ever closer. Who's, who, are you going to say who's in the lead at the moment? Um, at the moment, it's the people who want me to buy basketball kits from them. They've sent the most emails to me. All <laughs> um. oh, right. <laughs> So d- why is it that I get spammed for basketball kits? Oh, it's stupid, isn't it? I get CCTV all the time. It's like, hey, it says because you're an announcer of the Portsmouth Force, would you like to um, us to help you with your CCTV? That makes no sense no. whatsoever. Well, that, they're, they're saying as me, you could, we can get your basketball team a kit. I don't have a basketball team, but we can get a kit for you and we can make them for you. Fantastic. Good luck with that. I'm not interested. Go away. Yeah. And then you get like another 10 emails from them the next day. Are you still interested? So you no. haven't got a team yet then? No, no one's got it. I might I, I might just spam you. You can spam you can times. spam me, but I am getting closer to some decisions myself. Wow. Well, let's maybe do a Yeah. Let's see what happens next week if you get any more. Yes. I would like emails. We want emails. Uh, I mean, I think it's a nice way to end the show, if I'm honest. But I do, I do want emails generally because I think um, we we'd like to hear more from people out there. And what the content? What do you want to talk us about? Yeah, you tell us. We'll talk about it. Yeah, well, within reason. I'm not going into like. Mark, bot- if I know botany. our viewers, I know they want us to talk about badminton lines and the poor, poor situation where badminton, the sport takes over, the the, the basketball courts. I did see that. It's horrendous. I did see that video of the court you reminded me, by the way. That one where they press the button and the lights, lines disappear and stuff. Yeah, like a TV court. And that's good because you just, as a badminton player, you can walk on and go, look at this beautiful, purest 
badminton court just for me. Yeah, but w would you not then go into the program and just delete the profile for badminton? Yes. <laughs> so they're yes. like, sorry, it won't load. It's just going to stay there. The, the last thing I'm going to say, Mark, <laughs> I think we should question badminton as a sport. As a sport? As a sport. Wow. I'm out. <laughs> On that note, thank you very much for staying with us and listening to another edition of the Talking Basketball podcast. If you haven't listened to our previous episodes, go back and check them out. We've got at least 31 now sitting out there. We'd love to hear from you. So as Paul said, ukbasketballpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our Instagram, Talking Basketball Podcast, and hit us up, DM us. We've got plenty of people coming up in the next episode, haven't we, Paul? Yes, but I want confirmation first, but yes. We have got lots of things, so keep tuning in. Thank you very much for listening. I'm going to hand over to Paul. Thank you and good night. Boom!